0: Hello and welcome back to Building Wealth on the Go, a podcast by KLT Wealth Management. Today is Happy Pi Day. Today is Pi Day, Pi. <laughs> March uh, March fourteenth, two thousand twenty three. We are back with season four, episode three of our podcast. I'm your host, Brad Wilson, joined by my colleagues Courtney Beach and Joe Filiameni. And today we're doing a trial run. You're not seeing it, but we are doing a trial run as we are hoping to get this video to, or this podcast to video format. In the coming months here so exciting yeah moving to the next level yeah <laughs> we're, we're taking it up a step so if you're following along with us we do have a youtube channel uh with some older videos on it we will be eventually uh getting the podcast out on that platform if you want to dive into the video version uh of that but uh yeah we're back it's middle of march believe it or not uh and uh there's lots to talk about on this pi day 3.14 Go home and have a nice slice of apple pie when you get home. <laughs> Sounds good. Enjoy, <laughs> and uh, don't maybe don't read the uh, headlines in the news these days because there's a lot to a lot to dive divulge, especially the last 72 hours. Yep. When we talk about this weekend, you you know, show up Monday morning, you look at the headlines. There was lots of bad news, bad press. So let's um, dive into that first big one. We have to cover it is the fallout of the uh, Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, the SVB and in the Signature. States. And Signature, yeah. Um, you know, Signature obviously being a little bit smaller, yeah. but um, yeah, lots of people talk about is this 2007, 2008 all over again? Yeah. Like, are we heading into a bank crisis again?
1: Well, we haven't seen a collapse in, in such a long, long time of the banks. And, you know, back in 2007 with the Lehman Brothers, right? Yeah. And, uh, and here in Canada, I think uh, like our banking system is much more secure. And I think. Uh, back in the '70s, there was one bank out in uh, out west that actually failed. But uh, our, our our Canadian banks are much more stronger. There, there's a lot more regulations, I think. And I think this is what I understand is the situation with this particular bank. It's a higher risk bank. It's you know, it's it's in the tech sector. so it's it's trying to hit those growth companies and stuff where there's those those uh, you know, startup ventures and whatnot. and uh, sort of overleveraged, probably, you know, ultimately. And then there was a run on. It. so I think a few maybe loans went bad, and then everybody panicked and started trying to pull their money out,
0: yeah, well, I think the the big thing to note is is Silicon Valley Bank took off during the pandemic because of all these tech companies sure. that needed money mm-hmm. and it was cheap. And so they ran to Silicon Valley. Why not? Right, yeah, they yeah. Ran to right Sil- around the corner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like all these investors. And so, um, you know, I saw numbers that in early 2020, they had 27 billion under asset, and they went to 130 billion mm-hmm. by, you know, as recent as recently as last month. Yeah. And what happens now is we've all been aware inflation, mm-hmm. rising interest rates, mm-hmm. the these tech companies who, you know, got all this money with the bank, put all this money, that's costing them a lot now. Yeah, right. They want their money out or they're trying to, you know, if they've got money sitting there and not doing else doing something, they better pay off their loans elsewhere, payroll, whatever. Um, and because of that, the banks, you know, are buying these treasuries with all the money that they're in that aren't paying them as much. Yeah,
2: because you got to keep in mind, banks have to do something with the money. I know you see your monthly statement or you go online and you see the dollars, but they don't let the money just sit there. They have to do something with the money. And so they were buying short-term treasury bonds. Problem with that is the rates are going up. And if you... And so the value of the bonds they bought yesterday is going down. Yeah. So think of it this way, you buy a bond for 3% and tomorrow it's worth, you can buy one for 5%. I mean, a new buyer's not going to want to buy 3% from you. No, they're going to want to buy 5%. So the value that people are willing to pay for that bond is less. And so when people were starting to pull their money out of the bank, they were forced to sell these bonds at a loss. And that's what got them into trouble.
0: Yeah. And and part of the thing to realize is like here in Canada, we've got CDIC, right? The deposit insurance. It insures you up to a, like $100,000. So it's a little bit. In the States, they have a similar item to up to $250,000. Yeah. The issue was majority of the clients are these large tech firms and their account balances are in the millions mm-hmm. of dollars. So that $250,000 is wiped out quickly. They're a lot left looking, where's our money? And, and where I think this gets into a little bit of a stickier situation is you have like the C- CEO selling shares, you have all these, these, which, you know, may be investigated by the Securities Commission down the road about mm-hmm. some sort of insider trading, right, if they're front running getting rid of their shares because they know they're running into a sticky situation so mm-hmm. you know it's it's evolving and, and obviously you've had the government step in joe biden came out right thank god for joe Thank <laughs> God <laughs> for
1: joe right stepped in, stepped in because in the market's gonna calm the situation yeah stuff. so it, it, like a, a run on yeah. a bank we've never really seen a run on a bank and you know uh, certainly other countries greece was a oh, big one and they began limiting that you know uh withdrawals and stuff and and this is a similar situation we really haven't seen it in the u.s in uh back in the in the 30s right in mm-hmm. the depression when there was a run in the banks and so now we have other controls and thank goodness like you know uh president biden stepped in and basically mm-hmm. says okay well there is a pool of fees that all these banks pay into we're just gonna make everybody whole through those fees and stuff so so hopefully that works out and that seemed to have calmed the markets Mm -hmm. didn't it
0: yeah well the markets definitely sold off on friday Mm -hmm. to start the day uh yesterday monday the 13th they were you know there's a lot of angst in the markets and i think you know a lot of people are putting Uh, a lot of uh, focus on the fact that that was the trigger for the the banks. Well, I think there's a lot leading up. There's a lot of underlying metrics. We've been talking a lot about, you know, there's, it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: this might've been just one of those straws that kind of started the flow, you know, of, of, you know, money rushing towards those higher-paying treasuries, to bonds, to to safer havens gold. right now. Mm-hmm. Gold, because the price of gold, yeah, absolutely, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. So dig those bars out from under your bed. There, they're <laughs> worth a little more today. Um, but yeah, so like. I think that's definitely put a lot of fear in. And, and when you talk about banks, when you talk about money and, you know, working with money, it's one of the most like important and and sacred things you hold because that's how you get through your, your day-to-day life. And so when you have no trust in the institution, you know, holding your money or the system that's supposed to hold your money. That's the that's where it all falls apart, right? Mm-hmm. And that was the biggest thing with 0708, the, the lack of trust, right? And that's yeah. when we, we go back to our talking about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies that's and the great. rise of that, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, you know, I think Joe Biden definitely needed to step in to reinforce the trust in the in the system, at least, um, for for everyday people or banking, right?
2: Yeah, because we're late in the cycle. I think most economists will agree and financial people will agree, we're late cycle we're waiting for the recession to hit Hmm. so we're waiting for companies to unfortunately go under but when the banking system goes under that's a whole different kettle right like Mm -hmm. that's if people don't trust the banks how are they gonna trust the financial system as a whole Mm -hmm. so there was a need for someone to step in and do something pretty quickly
1: yeah yeah and as you say like are we in recession are we there yet um you know is inflation coming down like what are the job numbers did you did you guys record the job numbers this morning yeah
0: so the job numbers for Canada were positive I think there was about twenty thousand dollar job gain in February and and so, it, so yeah, that's not good right it's, yeah it's not good
2: but it's not <laughs> good and low. bad it's not like it's not. It's,
0: it's not
1: huge.
2: It's like less than one percent of the. But population. we need
1: to lose. But
2: jobs, we do need.
1: To you lose know, jobs. like that's it's, a sad thing when we have to start losing jobs. Yeah. In order for inflation to go down. Yeah, and it's
0: it's tough. I I did grab uh, this morning. We just got see uh, inflation numbers in the U.S. Inflation was six percent year over year in the U.S. from February. So we do think about it. Uh, in June, U.S. inflation peaked at nine point one percent. Um, So we are down, like the US is down over 3%, CPI up 0.4% in February. So again, you know, it's down a little bit from the previous month and everything, but stuff's still costing a lot of money, inflation's still there. And there's a lot of pressure on the Fed, especially with this, you know, with all the news from, you know, the Silicon Valley Bank, Mm -hmm. with inflation numbers coming out, jobs data um you know canada just held pat the canadian um you know central bank held pat on their interest rates Mm -hmm. but you know i think there's a lot of pressure for the u.s to to hike you know Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, and so it'll be interesting to see what what powell does and what you know the fed what happens with the fed meeting um but again that's got trickle effects too right like there's lots of you know money's costing a lot now and i think you know, they got to be careful not to push it too far over the edge where you can't come back from it, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have a lot of insolvencies, a lot of foreclosures, and, and that's what you worry about with
1: with rates getting that high. Yeah, it's a fine line that the central banks have to walk mm-hmm. in terms of trying to kind of balance their mandate of keeping inflation, you know, in control at the same time of not collapsing the economy, yeah. right? Yeah. Because, and 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 it's not a, it's it's okay we try a little bit see what happens but a lot of the results don't happen immediately no, and don't. that's the thing that have to flow through the system yeah. so um so we know that that's sort of happening maybe we should uh, uh, switch gears and talk a little bit about the travel industry mm-hmm. and stuff like that a lot of people are traveling this yeah is while we're, we're filming in march break <laughs> yeah
0: our march break march break lots of people with kids down in florida and yeah. california mexico mm-hmm uh enjoying the time off uh if you can and uh there's probably a lot of travel ha- uh, hassle. And maybe that's why you're not traveling if you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. You're right. Maybe that's why you didn't go anywhere on March break, you know, the prices are going up. It's you're worrying about your luggage, you're worrying about lots of things and at the same time we come to find out that Sunwing is no longer Sunwing. Well, it may still operate as Sunwing, mm-hmm. but uh it is going to be backed and has been bought by WestJet. So yeah. What are your thoughts on on that there, Courtney? Well,
2: they've been working on this for over a year now, and it was only approved with some pretty strict uh, terms. So we, the fear is by I think a lot of people is in Canada, one of our biggest problems in a lot of industries is ol- oligarchies, yeah. where we have very few competition. We don't lack Competitors, right? And one of the industries is definitely the airline industry. So I guess the fear for the everyday consumer is that airline prices are going to go up, especially Canadian ones. Yeah. So that I think is the biggest fear. Um, you know. I don't know if, how long the terms are going to stick or is it going to stick for yeah. <laughs> or is it something that's going to dwindle over time?
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that pans out.
1: Yeah. I think Sun Wing has been suffering. Oh. I think during the pandemic, you know, we had a, a trip for, for Sun Wing and, <laughs> and uh, they flip flop on the whole credit thing. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, they, I obviously a, a lot of those airlines got, bailouts, Mm -hmm. you know, it's support through the government and stuff. But it it, it doesn't surprise me Mm -hmm. that Sunwing is going this route. And uh hopefully WestJet, like which typically had a better reputation, Mm -hmm. you know, would be able to turn things around. Better. (laughs) Better. (laughs) I don't recently I haven't Lone, uh, west WestJet in a long time, but yeah. you know, I know that they were a much better service-oriented yeah. type uh, organization. Yeah, and there. I
2: have heard on the Sun and they're gonna offer more vacation packages to more cities in Canada. So maybe that will be of an advantage to the market.
0: Yeah. So. I, I think the biggest thing behind this uh, the government, because they went through and vetted this deal, yeah. you know, combed through all the details to make sure everything was okay. I think the biggest thing was that um they focused on the fact that they recognize sunwing had issues with baggage with cancellation with yeah. delays with all that yeah. stuff and they thought that with the backing the financial backing that WestJet has and their systems their operations they'll be able to help get the sunwing operation back mm-hmm. under control so that mm-hmm. there's right. more trust in that and that can offer maybe more of a discount play to mm-hmm. to um you know to WestJet, right because you know air canada has its sort of discount um you know versions of the airlines, their rouges and what, whatnot. And, mm-hmm. But you, to your point, Courtney, about the the oligarchy, you know, situation <laughs> like that is worrisome, right? Like you look yeah. at our, what do we pay for phone bills? And you, yeah. you go anywhere else in the world, and they pay a fraction of that, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, I think, I think, honestly, as much as some of those airlines, um, those really cheap airlines aren't great, I think for competition, for whatever like those flare airlines recently mm-hmm. came into canada yeah. i think it's great that they they have a place here mm-hmm. where you can hop on a flight for a hundred bucks you know you can't bring anything with you but you can hop <laughs> on the flight and go somewhere yeah. right and so uh you know it's it's better yeah. but um that is worrisome that if you know
1: it's, if it's, it's just the two of them yeah, but it hinges yeah. upon inflation too, yeah like yeah. the price of uh, you know uh fuel. jet fuel yeah. and and Uh, wage inflation is a big issue right now, especially with, you know, the fact that, you know, there's lots of people looking for jobs. Well, lots of people working, I should say. And wage growth did go
0: up too as part of that jobs number. So the wages are still going up again.
1: So then how do you kind of, justify discount carriers uh-huh. right Yeah, and stuff so it's going to be it's going to be really interesting in that industry for right? sure um,
0: and and so some of these uh, headlines uh one of the trickle down effects too is is there's been a slide in the Canadian dollar of late yeah. and I think we should talk about that because it does affect us here right like you know that's that's our currency and if you're going anywhere else you're going to realize my dollar doesn't get me as much as it did 5 6 months ago and yeah. there's been a 5 month low uh in the u.s or in the canadian dollar so what's uh, some of the reasons why we're seeing this um slide in the canadian dollar
1: well it's um you know pretty straightforward in that you know when there's uncertainty in the markets then everybody's going to buy into the u.s dollar right Mm -hmm. and interest rates are going up in the in, in the u.s and and it you know, in Canada, they weren't going up because they they decided not to. Mm-hmm. So, what are you going to buy? You're going to buy, you know. U.S. dollars because mm-hmm. the interest rate you get more money for that mm-hmm. and stuff, and it is it is the world's currency for most part mm-hmm. and stuff. But there's there's another angle here that I always talk about is is the the fact that it's good for us to have a lower dollar too, right? Mm-hmm. You know, for our exports mm-hmm. in, in terms of some of those oh. companies, mm-hmm. not all, but mm-hmm. a lot of the companies really benefit from that. Lower we are dollar an value.
2: exporting country, especially with our natural resources. That's mm-hmm. what we're known for. That's what we make the most buck off of so you know that will be to our advantage in the long run and
0: that's what helps our dollar in these situations is that energy sector what's difficult is that we run on an energy sector fueled by oil and gas you know which is being pushed out a lot um Mm -hmm. but you know hopefully that can continue and i think one of the big decisions is is it's that rate disparity we got to focus on that Mm -hmm. that's what's causing a lot of this weakness in the dollar they're looking at the U S numbers, inflation's higher in the U S you know, they, they feel the need to hike rates more. Whereas the Canadian central banks come out and said, we're going to pause. And that's like you said, if rates are higher there and your $1 can earn you more money in the States, you're going to mm-hmm. go buy out yeah. new U S bonds, yeah. U S treasuries. Yeah. It's your, your money goes further. So yeah. the dollar gets bigger and that does hurt all the foreign countries, foreign yeah. equities and whatnot. But I think, you know, and I saw a really good quote that says, you know, is hiking interest rates and putting that pressure on the whole economy Worth the one to two maybe three cent decrease further decrease in the canadian dollar mm-hmm. right and, and that's that again we talk about fine balances mm-hmm. this yeah. is another one that the yeah. central bank has to manage the
2: other thing you got to consider and it's poignant now in the winter still is things like groceries are going to cost us more we're yeah. still importing from mexico and the states a lot of fruits and vegetables they're going to go up in price.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I think you see those, you know, CPI or the core inflation mm-hmm. still higher because, you know, and, and uh, you know, the Canadian dollar dropping by a quarter of a cent or half a cent over the last little bit. That's, that's not going to see a huge change. No. But it is it is significant in the, in the longer and larger um, sphere, right? Your $1 today costing you 72 and a half cents or 73 and a half cents, right? It's not a huge difference, but in Mm -hmm. the grand scheme of things, Mm -hmm. it, it does. So, so that'll be something to watch, you know, as we wait the Fed decision and, sort of in next month we we might have a bit of a better understanding of where the canadian dollar is heading because i think we'll have a better understanding of where the u.s uh, situation is with, when when foul powell, powell comes out and speaks right yeah. so yeah a little yeah. bit better well there. talking about
1: next month april <laughs> around the corner yeah it's yeah, our yeah. favorite month it's tax
0: time yeah right. everybody's door is going to be knocked on looking for a little bit extra for the government this year they're going to be coming looking yeah. so yeah. Yeah. it's time to get those filed by uh, end of month so yeah what's what's new this year is there anything new important that uh, you should be looking out for on
1: your tax returns uh, when you're filing this year? Well I think uh, the news when I, I came across and I forgot all about it was in Ontario the, uh, the destination sort of credit. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, Premier Ford uh, instigated that to, in order to promote sort of uh, travel within Ontario and uh, you can claim a credit yeah Uh, if you have accommodations and things like that so that's kind of cool yeah something different um so dig up those hotel receipts because i think
0: that's that's the biggest thing is there's a lot of uh variance in that one but it's pretty much you need some sort of accommodation right yeah that's uh paid for so So any sort of hotel residence whatever so
2: you can't just go to a play in your home yeah yeah Yeah, you you can't go
0: out for
1: dinner and just claim all your you know dinner you
2: took a flight somewhere in ontario or you stayed somewhere okay
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's pretty interesting in terms of that. And I think, I think the key thing is like always just make sure you've got all your receipts, you know, uh, receipts seem to be coming out later and later every year. I know. <laughs> I don't know, especially if you're, you have Particular investments and stuff like mm-hmm. that, check with your financial advisor, you know, check with your bank, make sure you got all your receipts. The other good thing that people don't realize, a lot of tax preparers, they download the receipts directly from CRA. Mm-hmm. So that's important to sort of know. Now, assuming that the company has uploaded them to CRA and For, they're there yeah. at the time, But there are some, uh, you know, uh, mechanisms there to in order to help to ensure that you've got everything.
2: You got to remember that the fund companies, they don't have to issue their receipts till the end of this month, March. March. So, I mean, we have people knocking on our doors and have for a while now looking for their slips, but they're not obligated to send them out till march and they want to make sure they're correct because they're sending duplicates to cra as well so that's right yeah,
0: yeah. no it is so you should have your employment details by now right yes. like that yes. stuff comes the out into february
1: yeah.
0: um but any other investment slips any additional you know slips rsp slips the deadline just passed so you're likely getting those this week here um but any of your investment slips by the end of the month, and uh, so that's one thing is to be careful. If you do like to file, you know, as soon as you can, there say, uh, third week of February when the when you're allowed to start filing. Just remember that you know you may have trickling and and making sure you have. Yeah, it's
2: not worth filing it early if it's wrong. Yeah, <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> right. yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's it. So end of um, end of uh, April to get your taxes done and paid for. Uh, if you are self-employed, deadline is june 15th june 15th there you go so if you're
1: self-employed but if you owe money it's owing as of april 30th 30th. so important a little bit yeah yeah
0: so that's where they get you so make sure you know look at your situation assess that and it doesn't hurt to file it before april 30th even if you are self-employed yeah make sure everything's all settled. But Uh that sort of wraps up our podcast for today. Our little trial video run. We'll have to see how this looks. And uh, hopefully next month we'll have it out in full video format on YouTube. So thank you to everyone listening, watching next month. Uh, Make sure to subscribe, whatever platform you're looking at, and we'll see you next month. KLT Wealth Management is a registered trade name of Quintessence Wealth, a registered portfolio manager in Alberta, British Columbia, Manitoba, New Brunswick, Newfoundland and Labrador, Nova Scotia, Ontario, Prince Edward Island, Quebec, and Saskatchewan, an investment fund manager in Newfoundland and Labrador, Ontario, Quebec, and an exempt market dealer in Alberta, British Columbia, Manitoba, New Brunswick, Newfoundland and Labrador, Nova Scotia, Ontario, Quebec, and Saskatchewan. The Ontario's Security Commission, OSC, is the principal regulator for quintessence wealth. The information presented comes from sources believed to be reliable, but we cannot guarantee its accuracy or reliability. The opinions expressed are based on an analysis and interpretation dating from the date of recording and are subject to change without notice. Furthermore, they should not be considered investment advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell securities or investment products. The information contained herein is for educational purposes only. Thank you.